0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hurry Up podcast. I'm your host, Ayush Gupta, and I'm joined today by Daman Bulla.
1: Hey, what's up, guys?
0: Patrick Moore. Hey. David Giordino. What's up, y'all? Michael Lavanos.
2: What's up, what's up?
0: And Ben Cohen. Let's
3: go. I'm excited for this one.
0: So today is a special episode. It's our Super Bowl preview. But before we get into the Super Bowl, we have some pretty big news we wanted to talk about First. The uh, big Matthew Stafford trade from this week, a blockbuster trade, the Lions getting Jared Goff, two first-round picks, one third-round pick in exchange for Matthew Stafford. What are your thoughts on this trade and what it means for the other quarterbacks who could potentially be on the market this offseason?
4: I don't think it actually means anything for the other quarterbacks, surprisingly enough. I mean, I've been following the Matthew Stafford rumors and the Deshaun Watson rumors because, I mean, Washington needs a quarterback too, and... Supposedly, the Stafford trade isn't going to affect uh, Deshaun Watson's price, which is still crazy high, but yeah, this isn't going to affect the quarterback market the same way I thought previously, which is kind of surprising, but I do think the Lions completely fleeced the Rams, and Dan Campbell actually started out on the right foot. So uh yeah, I, I want to like back that.
1: your point up, Patrick. I do agree with you about how this doesn't really change much in the market and I also do I, I do not agree with you about how the Lions fleeced the Rams. I think this trade was better for the Rams just purely because Jared Goff was going to get nowhere and we all know that Matthew Stafford, if you look at the stats, just pure stats, he is a top quarterback and in the right system, I believe that he could be. A quarterback that leads his team to a strong playoff run or maybe even a Super Bowl championship. I think that this was the right trade for the Rams. And I think as a Lions fan, like as someone who could be a Lions fan, I think that both sides won. I think both sides should be happy. One side got picked, which they needed, and the other side got a quarterback, which they also needed. They can't really ride with Jared Goff for the long run. So I do believe that this trade... Helped both people and did not change the QB market.
5: Yeah, I think it's definitely uh, a <clears throat> mutually beneficial trade. Um, I mean, yeah, Dominion, you hit it right on the head. I mean, the the Rams. I don't think we're gonna. We saw their ceiling with Goff as their quarterback um, this this past season, and I do. I agree with you. I think Stafford is a top ten quarterback in the right system um, that that is very capable of leading a team and has never. You know, obviously, he had Megatron, and that's obviously Megatron, but he's never had like a Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Like that it, that that offense it just got so much better. And then for the Lions, like you weren't gonna do anything with Stafford. Like he, you know, they're not gonna win anything anytime soon. And so getting two first round picks for him is 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 great. Um and I said this in our group chat, and I really don't think I'm that far off in saying that I think the Rams, if they keep the same roster as last year, with the addition of Matt Stafford, are the favorites to come out of the NFC? I
3: agree that it's mutually uh, beneficial, um, for sure. Um, what I will say is I think there are two things that we don't really talk about. We haven't really talked about that much that I think are important to bring up. One is that the Rams are still still have a lot of dead cap for trading Goff's contract. I think they have like twenty two million of dead cap, so they're going to be doing this with a, you know, with a, with a handicap. Um, and I agree with you that they totally have the potential to, and they're totally one of the favorites. While I would probably say that you know, the Bucks and the Packers are up there and there are other teams that can can get up there with with some offseason moves. maybe if if a, if a team can trade for Deshaun Watson they can they can uh, in the NFC, they can get up in that in that upper echelon of NFC teams. I just think that there there will be cap problems in, in LA, um, if not this year, then in years to come. Um, and along with that, the second thing that I think is important to bring up is that while I like I think most of most of you all um, agree that Matt Stafford's an underrated quarterback, I do think it's important to note that he he hasn't really played relevant football games in his career for the most part. And I think it's important there is a difference when it comes to, um, at the very least the experience of playing vi- uh, of playing relevant football games. And I know that that as a veteran, I think, gaining experience in games you haven't played perhaps means less than it would for maybe you know the games that say like lamar jackson and josh allen a few years before patrick mahomes were playing where they were playing in these games for the first time maybe it's a little bit different but matt stafford is going to be playing in these games for some of the first times in his career um he hasn't really been relevant in in detroit he never he never had the eyes on him and now he's got he's the team in la i mean Justin Herbert may still be considered the quarterback in L.A., but the Rams are definitely the team in L.A., and that's a huge market with, like you're saying, David, huge expectations. And so I I do think it's going to be an an important storyline to watch where how can he manage those expectations? And I think he can deal with them. I just think it's important to bring up because he hasn't really had to deal with them before.
0: The only thing I'll add is that someone was saying that, oh, he's going from the Lions to a much better offense because obviously – the Rams have good wide receivers. They have Cooper Cup. They have Robert Woods. But the Lions had Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones.
5: But Galladay was hurt, and Marvin Jones was super inconsistent. Just this past season.
4: They have a better scheme. I mean, you're comparing Sean McVay to I mean, I mean, yes. Matt I, I, yes yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not denying that the Rams' offense is better. I'm just saying it's not I mean, as much of a... Ayush, I, of
1: I, I don't I think. think that it was the wide receiver core that made him not flourish in... In Detroit, I think was mainly, one, the community, to Matt Patricia. I think two was the biggest I, reason. And,
5: and no run game.
1: And, and and he's going to a Rams offense who has a pretty good run game. You saw at the end of the season, Cam Akers flourished. And this year, we expect him to be maybe even a top, top 10 running back. I, I don't know if that's expectations. But I think mm. now he's going to a much better offense with... A better wide receiver core, if not equal. And then the running backs are just so substantially better. And then it just gets better all around. For and the he'll team have opportunities because... to stay on the field because exactly. he has a capable defense. A very good defense.
4: The only thing I'd, I would say about the Rams is that they're trading Goff, who's 26, and has been to the Super Bowl, for Stafford, who's 32, and hasn't—I don't know if he's even sniffed the playoffs in the last five or six years— I mean, that, that's kind of mortgaging your future for a $33 million contract. I mean, I understand that Goff's contract is huge and Stafford is way better, but you're shortening your Super Bowl window by trading for Goff.
5: Are you shortening it though?
4: Or trading away Goff.
5: Stafford is, is just a guy that has been criminally underrated his entire career that now, like Ben said, has the opportunity to win a Super Bowl in LA. And I I don't know I I feel like I I hear what all you guys are saying about like the concerns about him never really being in the playoffs and those are totally legit never playing in big games but like this dude has been one of the most clutch quarterbacks ever like statistically I, I there are maybe three or four quarterbacks in the but NFL he's been right clutch in would... like October yeah like, but it's still not- I think I think for him. Like oh age, he was clutch on Thanksgiving football. like oh what a but great moment. Ben, I think for his age, football is football. I think for a young guy, I would be concerned, but for a guy that's as old as he is, I think football is just football.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but yeah, I also right. think like from a Rams perspective, I really do think that this is the right move. Yeah. I don't think you really care about the first round picks. I, I think you're happy to get rid of the of the of Goff's contract, even if you do have that dead cap and i don't think that you're really uh, shortening your window that much because i don't think you had a window with goff as your quarterback anymore. Yeah. And so really you're you're giving yourself a window and yeah, it's not going to be open for very long. But how many teams do have a window open for very long? I mean, the chiefs right now and that that might be the end of the list. When you it's just it's really just about having like the best or like maybe a top 3 quarterback in the league and a gm that's, you know, constantly improving. And that's kind of the only way you can have a Super Bowl window of bigger than a few years. so if they're if you're the Rams, you're you're going from like a team that since like the really early two thousands hasn't been relevant to a team that's I mean, with the exception of the Super Bowl that they lost against the Patriots. But again, like that was with Goff when they thought he was a quarterback. so they're they're extending their 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 window for me at least
0: so talking about the chiefs and uh moving on to the Super Bowl part of the show, which is what the show was. Is- originally supposed to be about i want to talk about our brackets first which i know mike and i touched on last week before we get into the actual game preview so just a quick recap on where we are on our brackets no one had the buccaneers in the super bowl uh but everyone except for ben had the chiefs in the super bowl and because of this ben has clinched last place in the bracket um yeah, I mean, he he had first place in the regular season, last place in the ben bracket. Ben has taken two
5: L's in a row. No, he didn't have yeah. first place in the regular season. I think I had first place. Oh, I mean, in the for, by
0: percent, <laughs> you had first place. Sure. Yeah, yeah
1: that was kind of
5: cheap.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, so for the scenarios for the game, if the Chiefs win Super Bowl 55, David's going to win the whole thing on his own. If the Bucks win, Micah and David will tie for first place. That would be insane. That's like, insane. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, if the
1: Chiefs win, I come in second place, right? Does yeah, doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, right. like the it's, if the Chiefs one, I think I'm in. I think me. I'm in, uh, You copied one, right? mine. Not, I did mine first. Fifth. Here's what I'll say, like, David, well done, David, well done. Yeah, thank you. You um, gonna say well done? Are you gonna say well done? The to second me? thing no. that I will say. The second thing well that done, I will Michael. say is that just in case anyone me. missed any prior episodes. Micah had the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Thank you. No, no. How no, is it don't possible that I could not need to know I was
5: one game away from getting the Super Bowl. <laughs> but that's the point. Right? That's Micah why i had be the cra- Bucks
0: in the Conference Championship. Oh, I had the Seahawks beating think That makes a big on. deal.
5: That's it. I had and the you... Bucks in the Conference Championship too. <laughs> it's just you
0: didn't have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You didn't have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I had my
3: my my NFC bracket was perfect until like a week ago. Yeah,
0: until Tom Brady ruined it. Until Tom Brady ruined it. After the break, we're going to get into our Super Bowl preview. So, with Super Bowl 55 a week away, we got to give our picks to the game, which we'll do at the end of the episode. But first, uh, let's hear our keys for, to the game for both teams. We can start with the Chiefs, who are supposed to be the away team
5: for, in this Super Bowl. I'm going to say stop the run. As crazy as it sounds and as good as Tom Brady's been playing... I don't think this Bucks offense is as good without Fournette and Ronald Jones playing consistent. So I think if they can shut them down early and force Brady to beat them, like get into a rhythm and beat them, I I think that's a good idea. Because I'm not worried about the Chiefs' offense in the slightest. Like they look unstoppable. Um,
3: so that's a good yeah. call too, because the Chiefs' running defense is the weakness,
5: right? Exactly.
2: I was gonna say you gotta contain the Bucks defense, especially the O line has got to be on. I think when we saw the Bucks defense clicking and saw how many sacks they were getting, we saw the momentum, uh, really shift away from the Packers. And I think if they can do that, they have a good chance.
4: I think the uh, the Chiefs really need to step it up in man coverage because the Buccaneers have so many weapons that you can't do any kind of zone if they're in a like if they're passing the ball. I mean, they tear up every single team and Brady still has really, really good arm strength and really good accuracy. I mean, and Bruce Arians can scheme. I mean, I know Brady's probably calling the plays, and Arians said that Brady was doing that or calling his own plays, but still, I mean, yeah, the the Chiefs really, this Chiefs secondary needs to step it up a big, big time.
1: Two things that I think that people may not Think of that are kind of minor is one you have to keep Patrick Mahomes on the field as long as you can. Two, you can't get Brady riled up. You, you cannot need to keep do that.
0: Patrick Mahomes on the field as long as you can. Yeah, wouldn't
1: it be off the
5: field? Off the
1: field. Or er, that's right Keep I mean. him Sorry. off the field. I meant the off quick the field. Scores. Yeah, I but, think. Yeah. Yeah, but second, I meant don't rile up Brady. If you rile up Brady, you're done. Yeah, I think yeah, how can teams, you not rile up Brady.
5: The Chiefs are well the Chiefs are inevitably going to go up in this game, I think. I don't think the Bucks that's are going to start. Right. That's going gonna... like, to Yeah. And and you know like when the Chiefs go up, they're nearly impossible to beat except for probably right. the guy that's like yeah. really good at coming back in games. Exactly. And so you, I, I think you like, can't the, stop coast you I, yeah, you can't start coasting.
0: Ben, ben was up
1: the, 9-0 and still lost.
5: Yeah, I mean I mean
0: Listen, the the, Super, the uh, Super Bowl run last year from the Chiefs, they were down to the uh, the Texans in the divisional game. They came back real quick. They were down to the Titans. They came back quick. They, they can come back and they down can get the ahead real quick. Down against the Bills. That's that just, that just what happens with an explosive offense. One deep, good pass, offense.
1: Tyree Kill, and they're in business. I mean, yeah, we exactly, saw that. Exactly,
0: exactly. But what, what I'm going to say is that their their key to the game is what the key to the game has been forever to stop Tom Brady. And that is to get pressure on Tom Brady, get in his face, get him oh, on yeah, the ground. That is the way to rile him up. That's the way. I mean, not, not to rile him up, to get in his head and uh, yeah, get him get missing in clothes head, that's and stuff no, like that. That's never Mess good. up his rhythm. No, but
4: it, it's not even just getting pressure. It's actually getting sacks. No, like, Washington's don't, don't to key sack to beating him. Brady was getting pressure, get, get and pressure Brady still him. tore them apart.
3: It's not that simple though, because if you blitz Brady, he's gonna beat you even it's if you not, get pressure. It's not, I'm not. I didn't that's say blitz. He's, he's I so you have saying. to press. Like no, in, but I know. I'm saying you have to get him. You have to get him with your linemen. Yes, Otherwise, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I, I didn't say blitz.
3: That, exactly. That's never what. It's no, been. I know. It's, it's I'm not, not saying
2: you're blitz. wrong. I'm just clarifying. Yeah. I think oh, Ben's yeah. trying to say like he'll read he'll read the blitz and then he'll he'll score. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's the best of all time at that
0: rushing four. You have to be able to get pressure. Yeah. That's a clarification I should have made. We, we should note that Eric Fisher for the Chiefs, the star Green. offensive
4: lineman, is going to be out for this game. So I yes. think the Chiefs oh, are Eric Fisher. Wow, that's huge. that is huge. It's huge. That is huge. And the Bucks already have a really oh, good Oh yeah, didn't he line. hurt himself
0: last and game? And Vita is back, and he was back in well, the championship saying. game. But and Vea had a great year, and he's going to be in the Super Bowl. So
3: well, right? Like both both of these teams won in in two different key areas of the game in in their respective championship games. Um, they both won the line of scrimmage, both on offense and defense. Um, the Chiefs didn't let the Bills get any pressure, and they got pressure on Allen. And same thing with the Bucks; um, They kept Brady clean, um, and they got to Rodgers. And the, that that's going to be a huge matchup, where, where of course, Eric Fisher being out is going to be huge. Um, where who I mean, it's, it's going to be a line of scrimmage game, right? But at the same time, it's also a red zone game, right? Because I sort of have a different opinion to you guys on the— you know, one throw at the top of the Tyree kill and you're in business, of course. But that there's a reason why the Chiefs are the best in the league between the twenties, obviously. Where the Chiefs have struggled this year is in the red zone. They have one of the worst red zone defenses in the league, and they have the one of the worst red zone offenses in the league. They get between your twenties really easily. It's deceiving. But they're they have the worst red zone defense in the league. And then they start, and then in the playoffs they stopped the Browns and they stopped the Bills. And on offense, they got in the end zone against both teams. So that's where it—that's where it happens to me. It's an issue for the Buccaneers. i mean, it's—it's not—not an issue for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are. That's like where the matchup happens, right? Yeah. Is the, if the Chiefs can get can get into the red zone, they're going to win the game. And if I mean, if the Chiefs can get into the end zone from the red zone, they'll win the game. And if they if they can't, like you're talking about the Chiefs going up, will go up in this game, David. You're right. If they go up seven nothing versus if they go up three nothing, like I don't have to tell you guys how big of a difference that is. Yeah,
0: huge difference. I, I think also um, I don't know if this needs to be said because it doesn't usually happen with Tom Brady. Maybe it does more. His than he's, he's been old. The mistakes, the turnovers, three interceptions cannot happen horrible. in the Super Bowl if they want to win this game. I, I
1: thought he was going to lose. I thought he was going to lose that game to the Packers right after he threw that second interception and then came the third. I I saw no chance. If he does that again. You don't want to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes three times on an unforced error. Well, right, because you got to keep Mahomes on the field, right, Domin? <laughs> I meant off. Uh. <laughs> I meant off. Uh. But you just can't. You can't afford three interceptions, especially when your key quarterback is throwing them. Like a fumbler. maybe, maybe a fumble is not as bad, but when Tom Brady no, is throwing three it's interceptions,
4: turnovers, you can't. Probably worse. Yeah, yeah you can't turn the ball position. over against
5: the Chiefs. You can't give the Chiefs up extra possessions. Yeah, winning the turnover battle will be huge
0: in this game. I and mean, I think we're
4: underrating the Buccaneers' secondary like pretty heavily. Oh, they for have sure. A really, they, they have yeah. some very good corners Sean Murphy yeah. Bunting, Carlton Davis. I don't know if Antoine Winfield's going to be back, uh, but Devin White had nine and a half sacks this year. He's their middle linebacker. However, Him and Levante David. If I recall, great.
0: if I recall. I, was this the game week twelve where Tyreek Hill broke yes. the record for most fantasy yes. points ever? Ever? No, 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 no. not most
4: fantasy points, but most re- I believe it was most receiving yards in a quarter. I know that because yeah. he was on one of my teams.
0: I think it was ever. Yeah, he I think
3: was he had fifty-seven or something. It was crazy. yeah. It was like fifty-seven point nine. Or did did Kamara break it wow. the week after?
0: No, he, yeah, he got no, just under, no. just under. He,
3: you know every, that's a sore right. subject. <laughs> they,
4: they put
0: Taysom in instead of uh, Taysom Hill in instead of uh, instead of Kamara, but. How how do the buccaneers with that with that secondary Patrick you're talking about how what do they need to change in this game to stop Tyreek Hill
4: To stop Tyreek Hill I mean they need to they need to double cover him he's too fast Yeah but then need the, to leave Travis Chiefs. Kelsey open Well I think that well, Devin White is one of the fastest linebackers in the NFL. And I then he leaves Sammy Watkins open. Then he leaves. No, Nicole who cares? Hardman. Sammy Watkins. Okay, okay, okay. They, well, they don't really matter. I mean, but they're they all receivers. Add up. I gotta all say. I mean, I think we we overrate Sammy Watkins, and Nicole Hardman, it's and Byron Pringle. I don't think. we overrate I mean, them. I think we
1: rate them. I think we no, do we because
4: we, we act like they're them. legitimate. Like, oh my God, they're stars. No, they're they're really not. They're just they're just fast. Tyreek Hill is another level. Like, I wrote an article about how teams can stop the Chiefs. If you want to stop Tyreek Hill, you have to double cover him. And it's something that the Buccaneers didn't do in that first quarter when they played them. They would just have Carlton Davis on an island against Hill. And that doesn't work. He's too fast. I mean, you have one of the best rookie safeties in the league in Antoine Winfield. Again, I don't know if he'll be back. But if he is, you have to have him help on Hill. And then you have Devin White, who's one of the fastest linebackers in the NFL on Travis Kelsey to maybe minimize him. I mean and then just getting pressure with Shaq Barrett and, and Nogdomagan Sue and JPP. if you get any pressure on Mahomes and you can keep but you can keep him in the pocket, you're gonna win. It's as simple as that. I mean it's not really simple, but that's how you beat him.
5: And, and well, Domin, what you were saying like, oh, and then you have to guard Travis Kelsey. Like that's just the problem with playing the Chiefs. That's not like a hot take or like we said that last week. Like Ben you said something about Covering Tyree Kill with Trey White last week, and then I said, "Oh, what about Travis Kelsey?" And he said something about, "Oh, we did a good job." A well, right, and he had like 15 catches. Exactly. That's just playing the Chiefs is like you. They have two guys that you need to double cover, and you can yeah. double cover both. Of one
2: them. of them. One of them is going to be guaranteed to go off, so you just kind of have to choose like which it's, which it's, risk you're willing to so take. And so
5: I think that's why I think slowing down. I think what Patrick you said at the end is spot on. The getting pressure and getting the ball out of Mahomes' hands quick. That doesn't work. Gonna he's just going to run. And is that that does realistic? Work. No, no, no. That's where so you have to keep no, him I in don't the pocket.
4: I think it is. And I think but... if, if the Buccaneers want to win and they have to pick one of those two guys, either Hill or Kelsey, you have to pick the guard, Kelsey, because, I mean, Hill has had some terrible games where he's got— but he goes deep. Like, they'll go to Kelsey in the end zone repeatedly, like pass after pass after pass. You have to guard him no mm. matter what. I think you Even have if to you change. have to double cover you him and put Kill in single coverage. Yeah, yeah, I, Ben, be I agree simple. with you. You have, to, you have to take Tyree
1: Kill. You have to double guard him when you're from the 20 to 20. Once you get to the red zone, then you have to double guard Kelsey. You have to just keep on flipping off because the thing, the thing is, they're both so deadly and you can't contain both of them. You just have to contain the one that's think, the best yeah. in the area. You lose that an, you're
3: going to lose in man to man coverage anyway. So play zone. Play zone and double. You have to. There's no other just, option. Like, you're you're going to have to look for different all, reads. The yeah, but they're look. so
4: good at finding the holes exactly. in the zone because even well, though I, I said that their weapons outside of Hill and Kelsey aren't like spectacular, in this I mean system. they're still really good. In this system. They're still really good. Yeah, I, and, I yeah think and this system is great.
5: Exactly. So I think the reason we overrate them, and I agree with you, we do overrate them, is because this system is made for really fast guys like Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, and that Pringle guy to shine. Because they have Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes, like you have to put so much energy into those three that if you have a guy that can break loose like McCole Hardman, like you heard Mahomes, there was the mic'd up moment after in the game last week where like after he he botched the fumble, uh, Mahomes is like came over to him on the sideline and he's like, don't worry, you're gonna get one. And then he goes 75 yards, like just those expo- I and I know we're talking about like how the bucks can slow them down. I'm going to be honest, I don't think they I I usually just ask is it realistic? No. I don't think it is. It's just honestly. you have
1: to outplay you have to outplay them on the offensive side. It's it's not something I I I really haven't seen a defense outplay the Chiefs, but I have seen an offense outplay the Chiefs offense and I think that's what have to well, well, I mean, what the there, bucks have been, to do.
0: There's definitely been games They've slowed down. Uh, near near the end of the season, I think one of them in, that I have in mind is the Falcons game where they really mm-hmm. held the Chiefs offense in check. Like what what are some blueprints that the that the Bucks can look at and try to replicate? I, I mean, use man. Pressure. It's it's
3: really the, hold on. Yeah. I know that there's intricate things. Like you get you get pressure like okay, fine. Okay, like you can kind of cover one and then you can kind of cover the other, but while this isn't going to be your classic like football analytics take guys The way to stop the Chiefs is pray to whatever you believe in that they beat themselves. Because that's the only way they're going to be stopped. That's just the only way. No one is going to be able to stop. It's just not how it works. Yeah. I promise you one thing. If the Buccaneers win this game, and I know we're going to get on to the the preview, I don't care if Brady throws for 600 yards. I am going to come in. And the thing that I will say, and I will stand by it, I'm not going to say if I don't believe it, but I will believe it because this is my guarantee, is that if the Buccaneers win, the Chiefs will have beaten themselves, because the Chiefs only lose if they beat themselves. And it doesn't matter that Brady's the greatest of all time, because the Chiefs are the best team right now by so much. It's just, it's not even close. If they lose, they beat themselves, and it doesn't matter how Brady played, like, you the Chiefs can beat themselves and still win. They did it about 7 times this season. <laughs> yeah. The difference is
4: Partners.
0: The difference is this is the Super Bowl against The difference the is this is Bo- Super Bowl. bowl of
3: time. course it'll be because Brady played really well, but
5: it still won't happen if the Chiefs don't beat themselves. I, you, you need a perfect storm? You need the Chiefs to beat themselves and Brady needs to Exactly. Well.
0: Exactly. And, and honestly, I mean, I don't know if this is based on analytics. I mean, he's had he's been inconsistent this year, but I mean, especially from what we saw from Brady in his last Super Bowl, I think—I don't know if you can call it a guarantee,
5: but I think Brady is going to be playing very, very well on Sunday. I'm not going to bet against Brady in the Super Bowl, ever. Yeah, ever. that's what I'm ever. saying. That's so, It's the same thing as, like, you, you don't ever bet against LeBron in the playoffs. Like, the greatest—I no, know LeBron isn't the greatest, that's not what we're talking about—but the all-time greats find a way— to ch- turn it on when it matters most, no matter how bad of a season they're having, how matter, no matter how bad their last game was, the greatest always find a way to play well in the playoffs. Yeah, of course,
0: but then on the Chiefs side of things, is the key to the game only just do, play your game, just just do what you what you always do.
4: It has to be. Yeah. Why? Well, I, well, I mean, I assume also getting pressure on Brady. but yeah. That's really it. Why
0: would you change, change anything? Chris Jones Why would you
3: and Trey Clark. Anything? You need Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Otherwise, I mean, like, Brady can match, but Chris Jones and Frank Clark for sure do need to get in the backfield. I mean, Chris Jones really knocked John Feliciano into the background, into the into the backfield against the Bills every single play. And you don't need you don't allow Josh Allen any time in the pocket. You you can't allow Brady any time in the pocket. And if we're talking about getting getting pressure with four guys the Chiefs have two guys that are that can get pressure against any offensive lineman in the league. Frank Clark and Chris Jones, they can do it. Look at the stats, watch the games. No matter how you look at it, they can get pressure. So it that is a key to the game. Like And yeah, we can just say, Chiefs, play your game. Like, Tyreek Hill have moments where it's like you're not really sure what sport you're playing, whether it's football or, like, drag racing.
5: But... Yeah, I mean, and I think part of that too, Ben, is like, you said get pressure, and then you said get the ball out of Brady's hands quickly, and I think part of that is a, a key that I forgot about for the Bucks was a guy like Scotty Miller, who I know who's been in the news a lot recently because of, like he's trying to say he's faster than Ty Hill.
4: No, he's just confident. No, I, not yeah, I'm, not, confident, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.
5: Like, yeah, I'm not like mad at him. I mean, he's anywhere. definitely not as fast no, as Ty. Really, no, wait, right. no, there's no. But I'm saying. He, a guy like him, might be a key for for the Bucks because he's. We saw at the, at the end of the first half last week, like just breaks out a massive touchdown at the end of the half, and I I think, like Ben was saying, they need to get the ball out of Brady's hands so that guys like Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans, can't break away for those big plays. So those are killers. So another question I have, kind of unrelated to the keys.
0: Does the game being in Tampa Bay have any impact on the game whatsoever? What are how, what
5: is the fan situation? Twenty two
4: thousand five hundred with seven thousand five hundred uh vaccinated frontline workers right. and then the rest are fans.
3: But I don't think it's necessarily like like I don't think Tampa has an advantage in that in, in
1: terms Patrick, of the fans. Do you do you know who gets who gets option to the tickets first Is it season ticket, or is it just general?
4: Uh I don't know. I mean I would assume it would be
1: it would have it's to be general, Bowl,
4: right? Super Bowl, so I don't think it would be season ticket.
3: Right, well, because you, you can't make the Bucks the home team, even though they yeah. technically are.
1: Yeah, but, but also, let's, say, let's say the Super Bowl was in Tampa, and let's say the Pats made it, and the Seahawks made it. I, I would believe that the tickets would go to season ticket members first, because it is their stadium.
5: I don't think but so. But this is an unusual it year. It's, that's the it's thing, supposed it? to be a neutral, uh, yeah. and it's also supposed to be a neutral field. So you, I don't can't think give, so.
2: you can't give too big a home home team yeah. advantage. Also, Look, like...
4: I mean, I think regardless, it, it isn't going to be yeah. neutral to an extent. Like, it's going to... There are going to be more Bucks fans there. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: definitely. But I'm going
5: to say... 30. I'm going to say, in the end, it's not going to matter. Like, I'm going to be honest, with these two quarterbacks, I don't think the stadium that they play in is ultimately going to matter. I, I agree. think they're too good for that.
3: I will say, if you're judging, if you're talking about the home field advantage... What matters way more than the marginal advantage in terms of fans that the Bucks have over the Chiefs. I think it matters way more looking up and seeing the same stadium that you play in eight times in the season. And again, like that's a marginal advantage, and it's not. I don't think it's gonna change the fact that the better team will win. But it it is a marginal advantage to like be in the. And it doesn't. I, the Chiefs might be in the home locker room. I actually don't know who the official home team is. They are the, the Bucks. It's the Bucks. It, the Okay, well that's weird. That the Bucks are just gonna get their home locker room, but it's the same game day routine, right? Like I think it matters way more your routine um, than it does like if there are gonna be five thousand Bucks fans and four thousand Chiefs fans.
5: Yeah. But Also, like both both. I mean, I mean, the Bucks haven't been here before, but the Chiefs were just here. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, really I honestly don't know how much it's gonna affect.
0: But them. I mean, Tom Brady's been there. Rob Gronkowski's been. That's there. That's what I'm
5: saying. So like, I don't think it's necessarily gonna swing either way.
0: Yeah, who knows? I mean, and and also uh, Ben, to your point about the uh, being in the same stadium. Like, I think the stat was this year that away teams actually had a higher yeah. winning percentage than home teams or something. So it I, don't, I don't even know if It's About matters. the
3: better team winning.
0: Yeah. So, so also, I know we already touched on Week 12 a little bit, their previous matchup with Tyreek Hill. Do you think there's any other uh, differences that have happened since that game? Has anything changed in the situation since that game?
5: Well, Brady's on a different tear than he was when they played last. Like Brady's playing his best.
2: I'm going to say I haven't seen the Bucks defense play that well as they did against the Packers, at least in my perspective. So, I think... If they can if they can do that again I think they have a much better chance. The, um
5: the Bucks are a much better team than yeah. they were Yeah. When A-12. when, I mean, when their
2: defense we, is on I think I agree with David they're they're just a way different team.
4: I mean like they had mul- they have multiple interceptions against Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, think so. he had three inter- he was he had 48 touchdowns and three picks during the regular season. And now you've got Patrick Mahomes who I believe had the second most dropped interceptions here
0: might might have been the most i
4: think the buccaneers are going to take advantage of that i think they can i mean they have a young secondary but again it's really really good
3: yeah it's going to be the same thing honestly we're like i i'm not trying to beat a dead horse here but you know what changed since week 12 the playoffs started and so the chiefs decided it was important to be good at football again like that's what changed, really. Yeah. If we're if we're being honest here, what true. changed is that the Chiefs started playing like the best team in football because they are the best team in football.
0: Yeah, but I mean, to to be honest, they only really played like that against the Bills. Against the Browns, they did not play like the best team in football. They did
3: until Patrick Mahomes got yeah, injured. Yeah, not they... really. Not really.
5: I think I mean, they I mean, did. For, I think it was more the Browns than the Chiefs not playing up to what they were. I don't know. They were still pretty unstoppable the until the Chiefs'
3: first half. That game was over at halftime. It got over when Patrick I mean, Mahomes got if, injured. If
0: you want to talk about technicalities, that was also because of that illegal hit that became a fumble and they lost the ball. Okay, to that's yeah. the touchdown. And so it would have oh. been. It would have been like a, a Browns down by like two versus sixteen, or or three. I don't. I don't know math, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I just, I just, I don't think, I think the chiefs have played one really good game and that was, it'll be two weeks ago from the, uh, Super Bowl uh, when the Super Bowl starts. And so, yes, they are playing their best football and yes, I guess they're, they're hot right now, but I don't think they're necessarily on a hot streak. I don't think you could say that. That's fair. Brady's but on a hotter streak right now. I will say that
3: I talked so much about not about being able to flip a switch and how that's not like a thing. But the Chiefs made it a thing.
0: Like, yeah, did I they mean, not prove it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did flip a switch. But how much of that is the Bills not playing well in the, a- in the AFC
5: Championship game? In hell? No, I think it was a bit of a switch. I think the really both. great teams can just flip a switch when they need to.
0: But I mean, and also, like, I, I, I do think, like, you guys were saying fans don't have that much of an impact. I think when you're playing at Arrowhead and that stadium was almost full, I think it does have a little bit of an impact on the game. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That yeah, the was on- and Earth. and it's Sorry. not going to be like that in the Super Bowl. It was it was it was insane, and that's what it's like in Kansas City. But I think that has an effect, and I I don't think I mean in the last Super Bowl last year, Patrick Mahomes didn't play well for three quarters, and he played well in the fourth, and that's why they won. But I don't know if you can really expect them to come out as this dominant Chiefs team that you're you're talking about in the Super Bowl. I think we talk a lot about,
3: and rightly so, because no one's done it since the Patriots, I think, in '04 repeating as champions. Um I maybe have that yeah. year wrong, but it's about that. Yeah. Um 4 And I think we're talking about the Chiefs as if like the second year team loses all this drive, they like, you know, the Bucks are just going to want this one more if they and you know, the Chiefs might win anyway because of the better team. And that I think that's a narrative. Um but I think one thing that we may be neglecting about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl last year is they're more experienced. I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year with a third-year quarterback in his second year of starting. His first year was an MVP. His second year could have been without Lamar Jackson playing, you know, like an MVP. And this is his third third starting year in the league, his fourth year in the league. He put up another MVP caliber season that, you know, he's not going to get the MVP because Rodgers just had a better one. I mean, he's been an MVP every single year he's played. And he's clearly only getting more experienced if he's not getting better anymore because maybe that's not possible he's getting more experience so if we're talking i mean he last year maybe he didn't play well in the super bowl for three quarters it was his first super bowl and he did it a year ago he's got another opportunity he had experience i think i think you give him the benefit of the doubt i think well, he's well, I mean, more than earned it
0: you you bring up the 03 04 patriots the last two teams who've tried to repeat in the Super Bowl the last one was the Patriots in 2017 after coming back down 28 to 3 beating the Atlanta Falcons the next year they lose to the Eagles in an absolute shootout the one before that was the Seahawks who dominated Peyton Manning's Broncos 48 to 43 to 8 and then came back the next year and lost to the Patriots on the Malcolm Butler interception so I mean those are two really good teams that Seattle team in 2014 that Patriots team in 2017 but there is something about having to repeat in the NFL that is really tough. But, I mean, yeah, with that, let's get to our game picks. So, uh, I'll start with you, Domin. Who is your pick to win Super Bowl 55?
1: It's going to be the Chiefs. And I don't think that it's going to be that close of a game. Hear me out here. I am taking the Chiefs. I, don't, I know we're not going by points, but I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to take the Chiefs. By ten, ten. Let's plus do points, points. Do points. Screw it. Why not? All right. Uh, I'll do. Actually, no. I'm gonna go with fourteen points.
3: What's your score? Give me the. Give us the, score line. Oh, the man. score line. I'm gonna go thirty-one,
1: thirty-one, seventeen. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't agree, but I, I could see how. It, care to elaborate? Why? Why do you think that the the Chiefs are gonna blow them out?
1: Like Ben said, the Chiefs turned a switch that I didn't think that they could. They found that switch and they turned it on, and I think that they will be able to keep up that performance throughout the Super Bowl. And once again, when Brady did play the Chiefs, it was not good for him. But as you guys said, he did get better. I just still don't think that he's good enough to beat the Chiefs and even come close within maybe even five points, six points. I don't think that's something that's gonna happen. I think that Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey are too dominant and I think that their defense is performing pretty well right now with Chris Jones. He he's great at stopping the run. I know it's not a big part of the Bucks offense, but it is something that could help them out. And I think that Brady is able to take over the game. I just don't see him I, I yeah, I don't see him winning against this hot streak of the chiefs Micah, what's your pick?
2: I'm, I'm going to be different. I'm going to go for the bucks
5: half because oh, he's saying that I he really want to tie.
2: I really want to tie David, but also I, I don't know something about it, the way the bucks played against the Packers, who I really thought were going to win. I said it again, um, or I'll say it again. Um, if the bucks can be that good on defense, um, I think they have a really good chance of winning. Um, and again, you know, putting pressure on Mahomes, taking away some of his options. For a scoreline, I do think it's going to be close, but close in the sense like a one score. I think it's going to be 34 to 28 Bucks.
1: I right, in scoring. Uh, re- really quick before before you move on to someone else. I uh, my score prediction is just based off purely what I think, it's not what I who not who I want to win. I want I want the Bucks to win. I want the Bucks to win, but I don't think it's something that's going to happen. If the Bucks okay. win, I'm going to be happy for Brady but I don't think it's going to happen. All
0: right. Patrick, what's your pick?
4: Uh, So I bet against Brady earlier in these playoffs, and like most other years where I've bet against Brady or said that he's going to lose, I was wrong. Don't get him ticked off. And exa- Exactly. And th- that's why I'm not betting against Brady, and I'm going to take the Bucks there we go by six. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks 27-21 because, I mean, there's just something about their offense. Their weapons are just better. I got to say, like, I'm not saying that they're better than Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. But they're deep. But I think that they have more depth. Yeah. They just, they just have more. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brate. I mean, OJ Howard's out, but whatever. Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown. It's just, that's just too much. And the Chiefs don't have... A great defense. I mean, yeah, Chris Jones and Frank Clark are great. Legereus Sneed is good. Tyron Matthew is really good. But as a team, I would never take that defense. Never. I mean, maybe against an offense like the Jets, but not even. Like, I'm, I just can't bet against Brady. He's just too good. And he's been getting better. It's like what we said. Yeah, he's just been improving every single week since that game. And playoff Brady is just different. He's like playoff Jordan. Of course. I mean, you would never bet against Jordan. Yeah.
5: David, what's your pick for this game? I'm going to preface this by saying I am also very strongly rooting for the Bucks because, you know, Tom Brady. And he's he's not only a Michigan guy, but a Pats legend. And so that's obviously I'm going to root for Brady. I, I think... But I, I said when the playoffs started that I think the best two teams in the NFL are both in the AFC. I think, I, and I, I'm still going to stand by that, I still think the Chiefs and the Bills are still the best two teams in the NFL. And I know I don't like betting against Brady, and I'm totally happy if I'm wrong here, but I think, I've been saying it all all year, in a shootout, I'm going to pick the Chiefs every day, and I think... The, well i agree with you patrick that this chiefs defense is terrible i think the strengths of this chiefs defense will help them at least slow brady down at the beginning of the game and i think the chiefs are going to blow it open and the bucks will bring it close again uh i'm gonna say 42 pretty, 37
0: pretty high scoring pretty wow. big shootout yeah
1: we haven't, we haven't seen a high scoring game in a while. I don't think 2017 so that that Patriots Broncos. Eagles
0: game huge. Yeah, that's it. 41 to 33. For uh, Ben, who do you think is gonna win this game?
3: Um, I preface this by saying I also don't like rooting against uh, betting against Brady because it's it's not it's not a fun time. Like, like I think that's been well documented. Um, and I kind of don't care who wins there there are pros and cons to both um i'm i am looking forward to a very good game um and i think we're going to get that um and very good games don't have to be shootouts but i this one very well could be um i like the chiefs because we talked or i thought that the fact that they had that weakness in the red zone was going to be a key to for the bills and the chiefs just They came into that game like that, like it wasn't a problem. Um and it seems I just I think they're gonna do it again. Like like I'm gonna go 35-27, Chiefs. Um, and the logic behind that is that's the Chiefs scoring five touchdowns. They don't need field goals because they can get into the red they can get into the end zone with this team that's turned it on, contrary to all their regular season stats. Um and the Bucs, that's a great, you know, that's Still five scoring drives, but two of them are field goals, um, because like that's normal, like like that's how football should work. Like you can't you can't get into the reds into the end zone every time. Um, where the whole point of that is, the Bucks offense is fantastic and Brady is superhuman, but the Bucks offense the Bucks aren't superhuman, where the Chiefs are superhuman, um, and they can get into the end zone on command when they feel like playing football and you're not going to tell me that this team that can flick a switch is not going to feel like playing super bowl uh football in the super bowl um and i don't know maybe they'll lose interest in football after after two years and and the bills will have a free run in the afc um but i don't feel like that's going to be i don't feel like that's going to be particularly likely um this team is going to be dominant for years to come, even after they have to let Tyreek Hill or um, or someone comparable go um, because of their cap problems. They're going to be they're going to be in the Super Bowl conversation the way the Patriots were um, for years and years to come, um,
0: and I think they're going to win this one. I, I mean, you guys have been breaking down the game. We've been breaking down this game, this entire episode. I just want to talk about the storylines before I make my pick. On one side, you have Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, six-time Super Bowl champion, four-time Super Bowl MVP. He knows how to get it done in the Super Bowl. He's done it, like I said, six times. But the thing is, this time it's a little bit different. This time he's in Tampa Bay. He's not in New England. This time, I mean, he's been counted out pretty much every time, but it's different this time. There's no Bill Belichick on the sideline. He's been counted out before the season because of his age, even more so than before. He's 43 years old. He's on a new team, no OTAs, no preseason. How could he possibly get it done? I. It's it's incredible what he's done so far this season, and only I, I feel like only Brady could do something like what he's done. And the, the way that he's been counted out, I feel, is different from the ways that he's been counted out in the past just because of the situation that he's in. And even though he's undisputably the greatest quarterback of all time, on the other side of this game, we have Patrick Mahomes, who in the first three years of his career, he's made the AFC Championship game all three years. He's made the Super Bowl twice. He won once, could win again. He's the guy that people on the internet are saying could be the next GOAT. He's gonna—he's outpacing Brady from the start. He's got better stats in his first three years. He's uh, looking like a better quarterback. He's more skilled. And Brady has his opportunity after all of the slander throughout the year, after saying he couldn't get it done without Belichick for his entire career, he has the opportunity to shut down Patrick Mahomes GOAT conversation forever in this game. And that is why I think that Tom Brady's going to be able to do it. He's, as he's done for his entire career, and he's going to beat the Tampa he's gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs thirty one to twenty eight in Super Bowl fifty-five and become a seven time Super Bowl champion more than any franchise in NFL history, more than his New England Patriots, more than the Pittsburgh Steelers. And with that, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for listening. You should check us out on Instagram at the official Hurry Up where we post daily content about the NFL. You should also check out our website, thehurryup.com, where we post more in-depth content about the NFL as well. Also go follow us on Twitter at underscore the where we plan to give short pieces of insight on relevant news items on a regular basis. Make sure to stay. Make sure to stay tuned for these weekly NFL segments every Wednesday, a special interview on Friday, bonus content on the weekend, and our NBA segments next Monday. Thanks again, and see you guys next week.
5: That was a beautiful soliloquy. That was a beautiful ending until you said Brady was going to beat the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was the greatest soliloquy that this that this podcast has ever seen. It brought me to tears.